Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. I want you to think about something that you're really good at, right? We're all good at something. We've all got different gifts. Maybe, let's just use an easy example. Maybe you are a gifted athlete. You're good at some particular sport. Uh, Maybe, let's just use uh, basketball, for example. And you go out there and you are just killing it. You are like the Steph Curry of basketball. You can drain a shot from anywhere on the court. And you go out and you play this amazing game. And it's just wonderful. And then after the game, somebody pulls you aside in the locker room and says, Hey, Steph, I noticed, you know, your shot release, like you're really kind of pulling a little bit with your left hand. Like, I I think there's something that we need to correct there. What are you thinking? My first thought would be like, dude, I'm Steph Curry, man. Get out of my way. I got this. Well, we're going to read about a guy who had that same thing happen to him. Somebody corrects him and we're going to find out how he responds. Reminder, we're in Acts chapter 18 and in verse 24 is where we're going to pick up. The crew has traveled from Greece over to Ephesus. They made a pit stop and Paul is headed down to Jerusalem. And there he left behind Priscilla Aquila to be able to, he left those two behind to be able to lead the church. It says this in verse 24. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. Okay, so there's a guy named Apollos. He came from Northern Africa in Alexandria, and he probably sailed across the sea, across the Mediterranean Sea, up to what is modern-day Turkey, and he landed in Ephesus. And he came immediately, found the believers, and started teaching. He's an eloquent speaker. He's very well-spoken. Maybe you've known somebody like this, very charismatic. When you hear their voice, you want to lean in. When they speak stories, you lean in. Just because someone's good at saying something doesn't mean what they're saying is accurate. Here we go. Verse 25. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. So here's the deal. Everything that he knew was correct. It just wasn't complete. He knew that we were supposed to repent and turn towards God. That's what John was preaching. The Messiah is coming. You need to repent. You need to get all that trash out of your life. You need to clean up your life because God is coming to rescue us through the Messiah. And John specifically said the Messiah is Jesus. However, John didn't live long enough to actually see Jesus fulfill his messianic duty by dying in our place and becoming resurrected again. He didn't get to see that. And so Apollos didn't know about that. So he just taught, you need to repent. You need to turn to God. God wants your heart to be right. You've got to wash yourself away. You need to get baptized to get rid of the old. What he didn't teach was you need to get baptized so that you can invite in the new, that you can be a new creation in Christ where your spirit can be completely replaced with Christ. And now you can have an eternity that starts now and into forever. He didn't know that. Verse 26, when Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, They took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. This would be like Steph Curry getting pulled aside after a killer game and saying, hey man, you kind of didn't quite get it right. Apollos has an option here. He can be like, dude, you guys are crazy. I've been teaching like this for a while and people love me because I'm a really good speaker. And oh, by the way, everything I taught is accurate. So why don't you just back up? That's not what he does. He listens to them. He has this choice to listen to them. And he does. And I think the challenge for us is to look at our gifting, to look at our weaknesses, and to be open in all cases 
for somebody who has more wisdom, more experience to direct us and for us to listen. I'm kind of a stubborn, hard-headed person. I will charge into battle without really knowing the end result. It's a good quality to have, but it can be a bad quality to have. And I really need to listen to this message today, to listen to other people, share corrections, share insights with me so that I can grow. And I hope that you will do the same. If you think about Priscilla and Aquila, one last thing I want to point out is, reminder, they were refugees who had fled Rome. They'd heard the gospel in Corinth, and now they're leading the church in Ephesus. They had grown from dead in Christ to spiritual infants to spiritual young adults serving in Corinth, and now they are spiritual parents, spiritual leaders in the church at Ephesus. And Paul has risen them up. They They're qualified because of the time they spent with a wiser believer, that being Paul, for two years, and now they're sharing that. So I just want to challenge us to do the same. Let's pray. God, I ask that today you would put people in our hearts, that we would have the courage to ask and say, God, I want you to be the leader in my life. I want you to, uh, I I need somebody to to help me, to guide me, to knock off the rough edges, uh, to help shepherd me in the right way. God, would you raise those people up for each one of us and give us the courage to ask them to lead us. God, I pray that we would have a spirit of humility, that when we hear the things that they say, that when we hear the correction and the additions and the modifications that are being suggested, that we wouldn't take it personally, but we would know that we are not yet finished and that you are constantly molding us through other believers to be closer and closer to you. God, I pray that you would give courage, especially to those people who feel that they are perfectionists, who really struggle with this kind of correction, that you would give them an extra measure of peace and an extra measure of courage. God, we love you and we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.